welcome to the Grapeseed official podcast. Launching this new series, we are continuing providing support to Grapeseed teachers to make them confident in their classrooms, happy about the results of their teaching, and inspired to start each new day with new achievements in the Grapeseed world. My name is Marina Urusova, and my goal in this series is to help you believe that you can achieve any professional goal with Grapeseed. That's why the name of this series is Yes, I Can. Let me shortly introduce myself for you to understand what stands behind the topics I choose for this series and ideas that I share. I've been with Grapeseed for eight years. I have the experience of being a mother of Grapeseed students teaching Grapeseed offline and online via Zoom and via new Grapeseed platform, Connect, now coaching Grapeseed teachers, supporting Grapeseed coaches and trainers, looking at Grapeseed from a standpoint of a partner and a salesperson. And if you are a regular listener of the Grapeseed podcast, you could have heard me in episodes 56 and 83 wide range of experience as you can see so i will choose topics from the wide range of areas as a coach i noticed that the first challenge that a brand new grapeseed teacher overcomes is almost always classroom management so it was not only my challenge when i started teaching grapeseed what other topic could I have chosen for the first episode in this series? But what do we mean by classroom management? Some teachers think it's discipline for the sake of discipline or for the sake of teachers' or administration's peace of mind, and then it's not so important and uh, desirable for goal-oriented teachers. So let's first define what we mean by classroom management. Classroom management uh, refers to the wide variety of skills and techniques that teachers use to keep students organized, orderly, focused, attentive on task, and academically productive during class. When classroom management strategies are executed effectively, teachers minimize the behaviors that impede learning for both individual students and groups of, of students, while maximizing the behaviors that facilitate or enhance learning. So classroom management is not just about teaching children sitting quietly for the teachers to feel better. It's about giving the students a chance to really learn, to acquire the knowledge which teachers share, to practice skills and grow effectively. What can be of more importance for us teachers, right? In the Addressing Classroom Management document located on the Grapeseed portal, the following definition of classroom management can be found. Classroom management is the process by which teachers and schools create and maintain appropriate behavior of students in classroom settings. The purpose of implementing classroom management strategies is to enhance prosocial behavior 
and increase student academic engagement. I'd like to draw your attention to one more value of a good classroom management, which is mentioned in this definition, prosocial behavior. Let's just think about how important social skills for success and happiness are. The importance of these skills is hard to underestimate, right? That's what we do when we are taking time and effort to have an effective classroom management. We teach our students social skills. It's definitely worth spending time on. That's what we, many of us as adults, are working on. Being able to demonstrate respect and listening skills, being able to express ourselves, knowing our own boundaries without violating the boundaries of others. Being able to listen to opinions that dramatically differ from ours without fear, anger or frustration. Now let's summarize. We've been speaking about the importance of a good classroom management, as for us adults, it's crucial to know why we should do something to be effective. For children, their own curiosity is good enough as motivation. But for us, it's important to understand why we should do something. So here are the reasons to work on a good classroom management. First, thus we open all our students for learning. Second, we teach our students how to be confident and as a result happy in the society. And third, when our students develop the language and social skills faster, we teachers move on to the next level of our professional development. And now, when we agreed on the importance of spending time and effort working on the effective classroom management, let's have a look at easy steps to achieve it. I mean that each of you can do it. If you thought you would never be able to have an efficient classroom management, forget it. Don't think negatively, just take the following steps one by one. Number one, trust the curriculum. If you think about the English curriculum for tourism business managers, for instance, you can imagine how developers could choose the vocabulary content designed for this curriculum. Of course, that content would dramatically differ from grapeseed content. I mean that all the vocabulary, how it is structured and designed was created with the kids of a certain age in mind. If teachers think that the stories are not interesting enough to be taught many times, they should understand that they were not created for them to be interested. They were created for their students to be interested. And the students will definitely be happy to listen to these stories many times as exposures help them feel confident and successful. Who doesn't like to be successful? So, this is the first thing to check, if you trust the curriculum. 
Next, follow lesson plans in detail. When you understand that there is nothing randomly, without any reason, included in the grapeseed curriculum, it's easier to follow the lesson plans in detail. If you follow the recommendations of the lesson plans, including time frames, and still classroom management is an issue for you, just check if your students understand and remember the boundaries, the rules. So now let's talk about the boundaries. Create boundaries. Always follow them. Remind about them. Reinforce. This is the next thing to check on your way to efficient classroom management. You can get more details, by the way, on that um, in the Addressing Classroom Management document. You should not only decide on which three, four simple rules to focus on, but also think beforehand how you will notify the students that their behavior is not appropriate and how you will encourage and reinforce their efficient behavior. The main thing here is that very often teachers do not want to be strict with the students as they think that this means to demonstrate that they're mad when their students misbehave. But honestly, let students see that you are sad about them misbehaving, that this is not what you expect from them at the lesson, will definitely work as a clear and effective feedback to their misbehavior in complex with the rest steps, of course, that I'm mentioning here. Especially with the next one. Build rapport with your students. Try to find out kids' likes, dislikes. Ask them or their parents a few questions that can help you understand those children better and let them see that you do care about what's interesting and important for them. There are many ways to customize your teaching to address what they like while also properly following the lesson plans. I'll share some of them for you to understand what I mean. In the lesson plan for Unit 1, Lesson 15, you can see the following recommendations on how to teach the Big Book 1. Ask how many noses do you have? One. After the students respond, model, I have one nose. And if you have a look at the column students, you will see that your students are supposed to respond to simple questions at that lesson. You should do what is recommended and then you can show your students a picture of a character one disruptive student likes. And ask all the students pointing to the picture, how many noses does he have? You can expect them to answer in one word, one. The objective here is to maintain report step by step while keeping to the learning objectives at the same time. So you don't want to spend much time on this additional activity. You need to stay on track. This will be enough for one lesson. Next time, you can use the picture of a character which another disruptive student likes and ask him to jump with his friend while teaching the action activity hop like a rabbit. If you remember one of the learning objectives teaching this uh, action activity is for students to understand the concept 
of doing something with somebody. And by the way, if you are teaching via Connect online, you can ask parents of your students to print out their uh, favorite characters or prepare their favorite toys. They usually have toys of different kinds or images of the characters they like and ask all your students to hold them when they are supposed to jump with a friend or when they are supposed to say the names of their friends in accordance with the learning objective uh, of a lesson you can ask them to show their characters to their peers and say the name of their friends you can even encourage them to say the full sentence his name is Totoro, for example, if according to the learning objectives of a lesson you teach, they are supposed to be ready to say the full sentence. The next step that can bring you closer to a good classroom management is to help families organize REP effectively. The more your students know, the more they want to demonstrate their knowledge and the more they are involved. As a result, you have fewer behavior issues. Next, involve parents. That will be needed for organizing RP at home, of course. And you should always remember about the other ways to involve parents. Give them feedback about their child's progress from time to time, in a few words at least. Invite them to open houses. If it's not possible, share short videos of their kid reading a poem or doing an action activity. Explain why it's so important for language skills that their child is following directions. Ask them questions about what motivates their child to do things on a daily basis. Ask them about their schedule. Find out if they want your advice or support on any issue concerning learning. Practicing at home. And encourage them to listen to Gripsy's songs together with their children from time to time. And if nothing mentioned above works, contact your coach. I recommend this as the last step, but you can reach out to your coach anytime, of course. It's always great to move forward as a team. Now let's summarize the steps. Number one, trust the curriculum. Number two, Follow lesson plans in detail. Number three, create boundaries. Number four, build rapport with your students. Number five, help them organize RP at home effectively. Number six, involve parents. And number seven, contact your coach. And if you think about implementing all these things without a rush, step-by-step step at your own pace, with the support of your coach, you will see that you can do it. And this is my main goal here, to help you see that you, each of you, can be successful with Grape Seed. 
And just to remind you about the priorities, I'd like to finish with a wise proverb. One who smiles rather than rages is always the stronger. Thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.